turn around Every now and then I get a little bit terrified And then I see the look in <clears throat> And if you've only just joined us here on Radio 4 this afternoon We've been talking about ham Coming up later today, a new series which challenges BBC presenters to try something new This week, John Humphreys on colonic irrigation That's I Didn't Know I Had It In Me this afternoon at a quarter to four. Now, though, it's time for our weekly look at the world of business, and in today's Money Talks, we meet workshop inspirer, life facilitator, and disambiguation artist, Lynn Pecker. So welcome back to today's session, successfully delivering passive-aggressive customer service in the workplace. Although, as we discussed, these techniques will also work at home. This afternoon we'll be looking at something we've already touched upon this morning. Creating a toxic working environment by subtly undermining your colleague's self-esteem. Or as I like to call it, how to be a worse you. But before we do that, I just want to do a little role play just to recapture this morning's knowledge exchange. Is that cool with you guys? Yeah? So if we can all just gather round. Thanks, thanks, thanks. My name's Lynn Pecker. I'm a personality capacity optimization specialist. Yeah, sure. So that sort of means facilitating individuals to embark on dialogues with themselves in order to allow them to maximise their own selfitude. Well, I guess in plain English, that would be... Introducing individuals to themselves through a process of dynamic personality integration. Still not clear? No? Well, if it does sound a bit grand and complicated, that's because it is. So, if we all just gather round, form a little reflection collective just here in the middle. Lovely, lovely. And we're just going to recapture what we discovered this morning. Just a fun little role play, yeah? So, Tom, how was your lunch? It was really nice, thanks. Fish and chips. Really, Thomas? I just thought, because I've been really careful all week. But you are quite fat, aren't you, Thomas? I can hear you panting. It's disgusting. It's just to have this little... Okay, great. Great work, Tom. Really great. Sarah, what was imperfect with my personal interaction with Thomas just then? Um, you were sort of... Picking on him because of his weight, you were quite rude. Exactly. And what do we aim for? Not quite rude, but... Indefiably rude. Very good, because indefinably rude is... Anyone? Not you, Thomas. Uh, Deniably rude. Exactly. Very good, Sarah. All together now. Indefinably rude is deniably rude. Do you try to keep up, Thomas? Thank you. Now this morning, we covered the basics of good passive-aggressive customer service. Eye contact. How to wield it. Intonation. Your secret weapon. And body language. Putting the personal into get out of my personal space, Thomas. I do hope you've all been practising over lunch. Um, yeah, when Tom said he was going out for a cigarette, I didn't say, OK, I'll see you in a bit. I just rolled my eyes and I looked down at my salad and was like, just offer some fresh air then? 
But it wasn't really a question. Like, I said it like a question, but it wasn't one. Like we talked about. Lovely negative interpersonal communication, Sarah. Really lovely. Thanks. And Thomas, how did that make you feel? Uh, kind of small. Uh, yeah, if only. Sarah! Really very nice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, thanks. <laughs> I really think I'm getting it. And Thomas! What do you think you can learn from Sarah? Uh, excuse me, Thomas? Oh, oh, sorry. I thought it was one of those questions that isn't a question. Uh, rude. Was I looking at you, Thomas? You were sort of looking at near me, yeah. And what does eye contact mean? Uh, uh, it means you're moving from passive to nascent aggression. Remember the four stages of aggression. Passive, nascent, Sarah? Um, custodial. Very good. And? And, um, oh, oh, chav! Ah, so proud! I think someone's earned themselves another pecker point. Yes! Ooh, Thomas, it's 5 nil now. Awkward. Maybe if you ate less and read more, you'd remember Tom. Good point, Sarah. And, Thomas, what else do you think you can learn from Sarah? <sighs> Probably how to be an uptight B-I-T-C-H. Oh, thanks, Tom. You're such a sweetie. Yes, but I think that probably belongs in the things to say only when team members aren't present, Colin. Like these from earlier, remember? I don't think Tom washes his hands when he goes to the bathroom. Or, Margaret, I think I saw Thomas eating your Maltesers. Yes, he is quite fat, isn't he? That last one's not on the... Okay, great! Let's move on to Get On, shall we? Recently, I've been doing a lot of work with outsourced regional Whitehall Empowerment Centres. Yes, local government, that's what I said. People have finally started to realise what I've been saying all along. Which is that local government isn't about people at all. It's about numbers and scowling. You know if you've got an organisation that's making crippling efficiency savings but are still employing actual real-life caring people, you're going to have problems. So today, we're working with Sarah and Tom from the council's adult social care department. We're training the trainers so that all that lovely passive aggression will just trickle down. Sarah is doing excellently. Tom is a little more change resistant. But what neither of them know is that as part of the council's efficiency drive, I've been asked to recommend one of them for redeployment. Well, I couldn't possibly comment on that, no. No, you'd have to ask HR. Okay, great. Yep. Defensive. Lovely. Anything else? Um, probably lazy. Very nice. Lazy. What else? Tom's top five weaknesses. Try and think of one he's not aware of. Hmm. He's quite insecure sometimes. A bit sensitive. He's quite pathetic as well, isn't he? Yeah. I think he just needs to be more assertive. Yeah, well, it's not like you're perfect. Ah, bah, 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 Thomas. We're doing Sarah now. You'll get your turn in a minute. I think we can add impatient to the list, don't you? And miserable, wouldn't you say, Sarah? Oh, yeah, actually, it can be quite miserable sometimes, yeah. Miserable. One, two, three, four, five. X. 
Excellent. Something to work on there then, Thomas. Oh, what about... Oh, oh, sorry. No, go on, dear. It's all right. Sometimes he smells a bit. It's kind of a cheesy what's-it sort of smell. I'll just pop that down as well. Smelly. Lovely. Now, Sarah, what I'd like you to do is to use these targets to think of things that you might say to Tom in an office situation. Things that will really undermine his self-confidence and build up a lovely sense of resentment. Ooh, what about... No need to rush, dear. Really think about it. Uh, what, what, what should I do? If you could just wait there, Thomas. Thank you. Impatient much? So I started as a teacher originally. Lovely little village primary, a bit backward, very cute. Anyway, during the tribunal, both I and the head came to a unanimous agreement that it really was time for me to move on to bigger and better things. So I took a big step into the great unknown, retrained and joined Ripon Parish Council as a junior receptionist. It was there that I realised a lot of council employees have really very poor people skills. You know, the sort of thing taxpayers have come to expect. Low levels of competence, passive-aggressive demeanour, adherence to petty bureaucracy. At the basics, Ripon were very good, but they just weren't consistent. So I said to myself, Lynn, you've got a gift. You can show these people the way. I call it my lightning bolt from a blue sky moment. And that's when I founded Pecker's People, a training consortium to inspire mediocrity. Are the basic requirements of your job just too demanding? Fed up of helping the vulnerable and needy? Again? Here at Pecker's People, we sharpen an axe on that daily grind. Ooh, sharp. Come at me now, world. Yes, exactly. That's lovely, Sarah, because you implied that Tom was incompetent, but you didn't actually say it. Thanks. And that way, later, when he's driving home or lying in bed, he'll think, did she really mean that? Or maybe it was my fault. That, that's what I was going for. It's just going to be that little bit harder for him to get out of bed tomorrow, isn't it? Well done, you. And, Tom, the great thing for you is you can use all that lovely resentment and really take it out on all of your customers. The whole thing becomes self-sustaining. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, if... Question, Thomas? Yeah, it's just, I know this is really useful for our jobs and that, but what if instead of saying, my spreadsheet, Tom, only had to make a couple of corrections and now I'm late for lunch? See, what if Sarah was just nice to me and maybe explained what I did wrong so I don't do it again next time? Great question, Tom! Was it? No. That was sarcasm, which, as we covered this morning, is the best defence against anybody... Oh, stupid ideas from stupid people! Precisely, Sarah. Thank you. I think you might have just lost yourself some pecker points there, Thomas. Minus one! Oh, I don't want your silly points anyway. There's no such thing as a silly point, Thomas. Only a silly attitude. They are silly points. Sarah, you always nice to me before today. We'd share more teasers. I thought you were my friend. Oh, Tom, we are friends. But it's only because you buy me more teasers every day. But I thought you... I have to go to the bathroom. 
Ah, 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 Thomas, if you leave now, you won't get your certificate of certification. And then what will your line manager say? So do you want to sit down? Yes, I thought so. There's a good boy. And Sarah, will you be sharing those Maltesers with us? Or are you just going to hug them all to yourself? Um, I thought I would just hug them all to myself. Anna girl. Obviously, we do a lot of great work with individuals, but recently we've branched out into working with organisations. Thinking is actually a very costly activity for most businesses. According to our internal research, it proactively burdens human resource units with a time effort cost when, in the majority of cases, it just isn't necessary. That's why we developed ThinkTalk. Want to save time on your time management, but having the time to manage your time management time time? Studies have shown thinking to be a major contributor to poor time management, but no longer. ThinkTalk is a revolutionary brain reprogramming training scheme teaching you to think as you speak, not before. ThinkTalk. Saving you time, saving you money. It's a no-brainer. No, I wouldn't use that word, no. Because fraudulent implies a level of criminality that we're very careful to avoid. We see ourselves more on the side of complacency. Complacency and insecurity. Basically, in the late 80s, language itself became a commodity. Nowadays, you've got to sound like a business to be a business. And we're just profiteering. <laughs> Making the most of that opportunity, particularly from local government, who are seeking best practice. No, I don't think that's fair. No, we're not telling people how to think. We're telling them not to think. It's actually completely different. Essentially, we just provide our clients with a powerful dynamic mental framework through which to avoid the thinking process. What they do with it is entirely up to them. Theoretically. So, congratulations to Sarah! Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Such an honour, particularly in today's really strong field, to be named a real piece of work. I just wanted to say a huge thank you to Lynn and to everyone who believed in me and I'd really like to wish my fellow contestant all the best for the future because I think you'll really need it. <laughs> thank you, Sarah. Uh, thanks, Sarah. And if you just want to head along to the council leader's office, Sarah, I think HR want to have a word with you. Something about a pay rise? Oh, my God, really? You earned it, girl. Off you pop. Should I just go back to work then? Ah, uh, Thomas. Whatever are we to do with you? Well, are we not done? No. You see, things are changing here at the council, Thomas. They've asked me to stay on. Oh. Yes, I know. Now, don't worry, because what I've said to them is what I say to everyone in these situations. Simply cut any value you can't quantify. Yeah, I'd really like to keep my job. I have to help my mother every now and then. Now, don't worry, because I have quantified you, Thomas. Do you know what you are to me, Thomas? No. You are 19 and a half stone of dead weight. I'll get my things. Forget your Maltesers, Thomas. But I gave them to Sarah. Oh, yeah, you did. Mm -hmm.
Money Talks was a Pekka production for BBC Radio 4. The producer was Orlando Ruffleton and the executive producer, Lynn Pecker. Coming up later today, Brian Perkins on twerking. But now it's time to join Susanna Bridgeworth as she begins an epic new series for BBC Radio 4, Moulded, A Cultural History of Cheese. <laughs>